We're living in a world and a time where it's really hard to find anybody speaking truth. Believe me, y'all, I ain't lying. A lot of preachers talking faith. A lot of preachers talking love, but they ain't preaching the word of God that's inspired from above. That's because you go to church and pay your tithes. Don't really mean a thing if your heart ain't right. We gotta speak truth to reach the youth. From where we at, get a word to the old folks too. So get your Bible, pen and pad, round everybody up like mom and dad. And let them know it's time for the podcast. Which one? You got the ad? Flipping pages, 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 flipping pages. Let me start off by saying welcome, welcome, welcome to you to 2022. My kingdom people, by the grace and mercy of God, we are in a new year. Glory to God. And I don't know about you, but I was telling my wife, man, it seems like the past few years are just flying by. I mean, it seems like the last two years, it felt like maybe two months. It's like, you remember the old cassette recorders back in the day where they had the, the buttons, they had a play and a record, they had a rewind button, and they had a fast forward button. It seems like the past few years has been stuck on the fast forward button. I mean, the years are just flying by. And I think, man, that that is something that we really need to take note of. Y'all know we've been talking about the last days and the end times, and it seems like time has just been sped up. You know, it reminds me of the verse in Romans 13, I think it's verse 11, where Paul is encouraging the believers to wake up, to wake up and recognize that the time and the hour is late for our salvation is nearer now than when we first believed. You know, I just made 32. My spiritual birthday was January 1st. 1990 is when I surrendered my life to the Lord Jesus Christ. That was 32 years ago. And what Paul is saying here, he's saying that my salvation the redemption of my soul, the, the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ, my Savior, our Savior, is nearer now than when we first believed. He said in verse 12, Paul said, the night is gone and the day of salvation will soon be here. And that's what it feels like. We are living in a time where everything is coming to a head. We can see the end time events just unfolding right before our eyes. And that's what we're gonna continue to talk about. We still need to finish our series on eschatology 101, and we are definitely going to do that. But I have a word for the Lord for you, uh, starting off this new year, that I wanna encourage all of my page flippers out there as we begin this new year. But as always, you know we got to go to the Lord and ask the Holy Spirit to be with us as we meditate and study his word today. So Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for this new year. We thank you for your grace and your mercy that brought us through 2021. 
And Lord God, with that, we have confidence of knowing that you are going to see us through 2022. So Father, we thank you for your word. Your word is a light unto our pathway and a lamp unto our feet. Father, we pray that we would hide it in our hearts so that we can be doers of the word and not just hearers alone. In Jesus' name, we give you glory, praise, and honor. Amen. Well, some of you may know and some of you may not, but I am a professional driver by trade. I'm talking the big trucks, 18-wheelers, CB radio, all that good stuff. And one of the phrases that we commonly hear when we're talking on a CB radio is, do you have your ears on? It's a way of asking another driver, can you hear me? You know, like the old Sprint commercial where the guy would be going around asking people, can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? Because of the bad reception. Well, in the trucking industry, one of the ways we ask someone, can they hear me or am I coming in clear is, do you have your ears on? Well, believe it or not, the Bible also has a phrase when it comes to asking the readers, can you hear me or are you listening? And that is what we want to talk about on this particular episode. So I hope you got your pad and your pencil and definitely your Bible because you cannot flip pages if you don't have your book. So flip with me to Revelations. That's right, we're going to the book of the reveal. Revelation chapter two, and we're gonna start reading at verse seven. And in this particular verse is the phrase that the Bible used when the Holy Spirit is asking us, do we have our ears on? Actually, let's go back to verse one. Our text is verse seven, but for the sake of context, let's start at verse one. This is the letter to the church in Ephesus. This is what the Lord revealed to John the Revelator. And he wrote this letter to the church or to the believers, to the kingdom people at Ephesus. Verse one says, I write this letter to the angel of the church in Ephesus. This is the message from the one who holds the seven stars in his right hand and the one who walks among the seven golden lampstands. Verse two, I know all the things you do. I have seen your hard work and your patient endurance. I know you don't tolerate evil people. You examine the claims of those who say that they are apostles, but are really not. You have discovered they are liars. You have patiently suffered for me without quitting. Verse 4, but I have this complaint against you. So we see the Holy Spirit starts off admonishing and encouraging the church. But then he moves from that to words of reproof because they needed to be corrected on some things. And that's what reproof means. It means to gently correct with kind intent. Meaning you're not trying to to hurt the person, but in love, you want to correct them and guide them in the right way. So this is what the Holy Spirit was doing in verse four. He says, I have this complaint against you. He says, you don't love me or each other as you did at 
first. He says, look how far you have fallen. Mm-hmm. It reminds me of the verse in 2 Corinthians 13, where Paul is encouraging the believers at Corinth to examine themselves and make sure that their faith was genuine. The Holy Spirit, by the way of John the Apostle, is encouraging the believers at Ephesus the same way. He's saying, look, you're not loving the Lord. You're not loving each other in the faith the same way you did when you first believed. We just read over in Romans 13 how our salvation is nearer now. But the people of God, instead of drawing closer to God, they was falling away. They was what we would call backsliding, moving away from God instead of drawing closer to him. Verse 5, he says, look how far you have fallen. In other words, wake up and recognize where you are. You're not loving the Lord. You're not moving forward in the things of God like you used to. He says, turn back to me and do the work that you did at first. Do you remember when you first got saved? Man, we was on fire for God. When God first set us free and delivered us from the kingdom of darkness, man, we wanted to tell everybody about the Lord. We didn't care who it was, where we was. We was just so on fire for the Lord, man. We wanted everybody to know about the goodness of God. I remember for me, it was like being in a dark room and all of a sudden somebody clicking on the light. It's like, wow, man, I see it now. At first, I was just going to church. I was just living in religion. I thought I was a Christian because I went to church because I sang in the choir. But then God revealed to me where I really was. And when I confess with my mouth when I truly believed in my heart that Jesus Christ died for my sins, that he rose, hallelujah, with all power, and he alone, hallelujah, can bring new life and deliverance. And when I committed my life to that, it was just like a light bulb just went off in my soul. I know we all quote Jeremiah, but it's like, fire set up in my bones, but when you really get saved, I mean saved for real, for real, that is exactly how it is. It's like fire, and you just got to tell somebody. Glory to God. And I'm sure this is nothing unique to me or to us today. I'm pretty sure the believers in Ephesus had experienced the same thing. But for some reason, they were no longer walking and living in that same zeal and and, and passion and love for God. Now, let's continue to read. We're still in verse 5. It says, if you don't repent. So he went from encouragement to reproof to rebuke. Now he's saying, repent. He's saying, if you don't repent. I will come and remove your lampstand from its place among the churches. Lord have mercy. That's a scary place to be. For the Lord warning them, if they don't repent, he's going to remove them from the church, from the body, from the kingdom. That is not a good place to be. 
That's why repentance is a must. Repentance is a daily, it's not just a one-time event, but repentance is actually a lifestyle that we exercise and practice on a daily basis. We in verse 6. But this is in your favor. Notice. Notice how the Holy Spirit is doing work. He's not just encouraging. He's not just admonishing. He's not just rebuking. He's not just bringing correction and reproof. But he's giving the people what they need to get them back to where they need to be. Uh, to where they should be. So he says, this one thing is in your favor. He says, you hate the evil deeds of the Nicolaitans, just as I do. Now, who were the Nicolaitans? And I had to do a little research on this myself. That's why it's always good to have a good Bible dictionary and commentary. Now, the Nicolaitans were a group of professing Christians who sought to introduce false doctrine or a false freedom into the church. They abused the doctrine of grace for their own selfish ambitions. In other words, they wanted to live how they wanted to live. So they were saying that, oh, grace, grace gives us the freedom to live how we want to live and still be right with God. Sounds like what a lot of people do today. <laughs> they say, well, oh, grace is for when you mess up. Grace is there to catch you when you fall. But that's, that's not what grace is for. Ephesians 2 says that grace is a gift along with faith that saves us. You see, grace saves us from sin. It doesn't give us a license to sin. It saves us from sin. And too many people look at grace as some kind of spiritual get out of jail free card or get out of sin free card. That anytime you mess up or you make a mistake, which I don't believe in making mistakes, I always say children make mistakes, but as adults, we make choices. But I guess if you are making mistakes, maybe that means that you are still a babe in the faith. So I don't know, maybe it goes both ways. But I wanted to read that to give us a context for verse 7. Verses 1 through 6 gives us the context in which the Holy Spirit is saying what he's saying here in verse 7. He says, anyone with ears to hear must listen to the Spirit and understand what he is saying to the churches. To everyone who is victorious, I will give fruit from the tree of life in the paradise of God. In other words, if you are victorious, you are going to have an inheritance in the kingdom of God. But there's some things that we must do in order to obtain that. And what the Holy Spirit is saying here through John, he said in verse 7, anyone with ears to hear must listen and understand what the Spirit is saying to the church. And this is the call that the Holy Spirit gives all throughout the Word of God. Just like the truckers say on the CB radios, do you have your ears on? The Holy Spirit is saying to us as believers, 
Can you hear? Can you understand what the Spirit is saying to the churches? Now, when we come back from the break, we're going to flip some more pages and get into this a little bit more because the Holy Spirit wants us in this new year to not just hear, but to hear and understand what he is saying to us as the church in these last days. So stay tuned. We're going to be right back. Now, all the prisoners here have been pardoned? Yes, that's right. Then why are they still here? They refuse to accept their pardons, like this guy. Hey, Fred, do you want to accept the president's pardon? There's no such thing as a president. Yes, there is. I've never seen him. Have you? Well, have you? And then there's Joe. Howdy, Warden. Look how clean my cell is. That should clear up my record, don't you think? Joe, will you just accept his pardon? A pardon? Haven't I done enough to pay for my crime? Haven't I? Too proud to accept the pardon? Yep. And then there's Sam, who's still waiting to hear from the king of the ocean. There is no king of the ocean. Well, he believes that true pardons only come from the king of the ocean. That's too bad. All they'd have to do is accept the pardon and they'd be free. Yeah, I know. Best I can do is just tell them about it. Through Jesus, all of us have been granted a pardon for the sins we've committed. Has unbelief, belief in the wrong thing, or believing you can earn it prevented you from accepting God's gift? Another message from Lifeline Productions, located on the web at lifelinepro.com. Welcome back. Once again, I want to say Happy New Year to all of my page flippers out there. It is 2022. You know, it seems like every year they have a little epitome, a little saying for the new year. You know, it was like, you know, be great in 88. You know different stuff like that well what's the word for 2022 and i came up with one and it fits right along with what we're talking about today and this is it what are you listening to in 2022 or you can say who are you listening to in 2022 see we're talking about having our ears on we're talking about the spirit of god encouraging the body of Christ, the people of God, to not only hear, but also to hear and understand what the Spirit of God is saying to the church today. Verse 7 in Revelation chapter 2, in the Amplified Bible, it says, He who has an ear, let him hear and heed what the Spirit says to the churches. John, through the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, was encouraging and admonishing. He was bringing correction and reproof to the believers because they had fallen away from their love of God, from their zeal and their passion for the things of God. And I venture to say that one of the reasons was because they were no longer listening to the voice of God. They were no longer listening to and heeding the voice of the Spirit. But it wasn't just the church or the believers in Ephesus. It was also, if we keep reading in Revelations 2, he also said the same thing to the church at Smyrna and Pergamum, Thyatira, and Philadelphia. Why? Because in these last and final days, we need to make sure that the voices that we are listening to, the voice that we're listening to as kingdom people is the Spirit of God. 
we are living in a time and an age where everybody has something to say about everything be it social media or the national news media just word of mouth barbershop and salon talk people talking on the job i mean just everybody got something to say about what's going on and what's happening in the world today but as kingdom people we need to be in tune we need to be listening and heeding understanding what the spirit of the lord is saying to his people now if you claim to be a kingdom person if you are a child of god and we know we're children of god by rebirth and not just birth come on somebody then we need to be in tune with what the spirit of the lord is saying to us in this hour and in order to know what the spirit of the lord is saying we must be able to distinguish the voice of the spirit from any other voice you know jesus said in john 10 that his sheep hear his voice and follow him it says another they will not follow why because they know the voice of the lord do you know the voice of the lord today can you hear what the spirit of the lord is saying to the people of god today this is all summed up in one word and that word is discernment discernment means the spiritual ability to know and understand right or righteousness from wrong or evil to be able to distinguish god's voice god's knowledge wisdom and truth from any other voice or voices including our own voice because sometimes we can hear stuff that's just coming from our own reasoning and thinking and logic but we need to be able to discern and know god's voice from any other voice that's out there be it our own voice be it the voice of a friend or a loved one or even the enemy himself but it's summed up in that one word discernment so let's look at it here flip with me to hebrews chapter 5 hebrews chapter 5 and we're going to start reading in verse 11. there is much more we would like to say about this but it is difficult to explain especially since you are spiritually dull and don't seem to listen remember we're talking about hearing the spirit of god and this is what the writer here in hebrews is saying man i want to explain some things to you i want to admonish you help you with some things but it is hard it is difficult to break it down because you are spiritually dull and why because they are not listening and heeding the words of the spirit or the voice of god verse 12 you have been believers so long now that you ought to be teaching others in other words paul said man y'all been in the church y'all been at this thing for so long you ought to be teaching other people how to hear from god <laughs> but instead you need someone to teach you again 
the basic things about the word, about hearing and listening to the spirit of God. Now let's continue to read here. He says, you are like babes who need milk and cannot eat solid food. Verse 13, for someone who lives on milk is still an infant and doesn't know how to do what is right. Remember the definition for discernment, having the spiritual ability to know and understand righteousness from wrong or evil. Verse 14, solid food is for those who are mature, who through training have the skills to recognize the difference between right and wrong. Now listen to verse 13 and 14 in the Amplified. It says, for everyone who lives on milk is doctrinally inexperienced and unskilled in the word of righteousness since he is a spiritual infant, 14. But solid food is for the spiritually mature, whose senses are trained by practice to distinguish, in other words, discern between what is morally good and what is evil. So in order for us to be able to hear and heed the word of the voice, of the Spirit of God in 2022, what we have to do is to train ourselves to hear and be able to discern what the Spirit of the Lord is saying. Now, to cross-reference what we just read in Hebrews, let's go to 1 Timothy. 1 Timothy chapter 4. And we're going to start reading at verse 6. Because in order for us to be able to hear, in order for us to have our ears on spiritually, we have to be trained in discernment. It's not something that just happens. It's something that is developed. So let's look at what it says here in 1 Timothy chapter 4, starting at verse 6. It says this, If you explain these things to the brothers and sisters, you will be a worthy servant of Christ Jesus. This is Paul talking to Timothy. He says, one who is nourished by the message of faith and the good teachings you have followed. Verse seven, do not waste time arguing over godless ideas and old wise tales. He says, instead, train yourself to be godly. Did you hear that? Did you hear that? He told Timothy, train yourself to be godly. Verse 8, he says, physical training is good. You know, lifting weights and, and running and jogging and hitting the treadmill and all of that. He said, physical training is good. But training for godliness is much better. Promising benefits in this life and in the life to come. This is why it is so important for us as the people of God to know the voice of God, to be able to discern and distinguish when it is the Spirit of God uh, prompting us and encouraging us and bringing reproof and even a rebuke because there are benefits, hallelujah, glory to God, 
to being in the kingdom of God. Psalms 103 encourages us. The psalmist says, do not forget the benefits of God. All the benefits of being a kingdom citizen. There are benefits. Glory to God. And I'm not just talking about financially. But there are benefits to being in the kingdom of God. Jesus said in John 16, 33, he said, in this life, you're going to have trouble. It rains on the just and the unjust. We're going to go through some things. We're going to go through some trials and some tribulations in this life because we live in a fallen world. But Jesus said, as kingdom people, we can be encouraged. In other words, we don't have to be stressed and, and, and down and out. Why? Because we serve the Prince of Peace who has overcome the world. And Jesus said, if you are in me and my word abides in you, guess what? You are overcomers as well. Glory to God. Glory to God. You see, as people of God, we don't have to be stressed out. We don't have to be bogged down with anxiety. No, the only thing we need is to hear the voice of God. And then Philippians 4 and 6, it says this. It says, do not be anxious or worried about anything, but in everything, in every situation and circumstance, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, continue to make your special requests known to God. And the peace of God, that peace which reassures the heart, that peace, the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, that peace, hallelujah, glory to God, will stand God over your heart and your mind in Christ Jesus. Guess what? It's yours. That peace, hallelujah, the peace of God. He says, the peace that reassures the heart, the peace that transcends all understanding, that peace is yours in Christ Jesus as kingdom people. Glory to God. So we see why it is highly important for us to be in tune, to have our ears on spiritually so we can hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying. Now, I got one more passage that I want us to look at before we get out of here for this particular episode. Let's go to 1 Corinthians chapter 2. 1 Corinthians chapter 2 because if I haven't encouraged you, if I haven't stirred you up to make sure that you are hearing from the Spirit of God and not just following the voice of your favorite preacher or following the voice of your mama or daddy or of your favorite celebrity or favorite athlete, if I haven't encouraged you to make sure that you are hearing, understanding, and heeding the voice of the Spirit. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, we're going to start reading at verse 1. Paul says, when I first came to you, dear brothers and sisters, I didn't use lofty words and impressive wisdom to tell you God's secret plan. He's talking about the church. He said, for I decided that while I was with you, 
I will forget everything except Jesus Christ, the one who was crucified. He says, I came to you in weakness, timid and trembling, and my message and my preaching were very plain. In other words, Paul said, I wasn't hooping and hollering. I wasn't putting on a show. Paul said, I kept it very real and simple. He says, rather than using clever and persuasive speech, I relied only on the power of the Holy Spirit. Lord, do we need to get back to that today? Instead of relying on clever phrases and, and motivational speaking and all of this stuff, man, we just need to get back to the power of the Spirit. Hallelujah. Paul says, I did this so that you would trust not in human wisdom, but in the power of God. Lord, we need to get back there today. Lord God, that should be our prayer, that we will see the power of the Holy Spirit and the power of God at work in the church today, at work in the lives of the people of God today. Glory to God. We need to get back there. And let's continue to read. Let's, let's drop down to verse 9. This is what the scripture mean when it said, No eye has seen, no ear has heard, no mind has imagined or conceived what God has prepared for those who love him. But it was to us that God revealed these things by his spirit. For his spirit searches out everything and shows us God's deep secrets. No one can know a person's thoughts except that person's own spirit. And no one can know God's thoughts except God's spirit. And we have received God's spirit, not the spirit of the world, so we can know the wonderful things God has freely given us. This is why in 2022, we need to have our spiritual ears on. We need to be listening, heeding the voice of the Spirit. Why? Because it is only through the Spirit of God that He reveals to us the deep things of God. God's knowledge, His wisdom, His sound judgment. It is only by training our spirits to hear from the Spirit of God that we can know the will of God that we can know the wonderful things that God has freely given us. The word of God says that God has given us everything that we need pertaining to life and godliness to live this life out. That is the practical things as well as the spiritual things. But they're only going to be received through the spirit of God. Only if you have your spiritual ears on. Only if you can hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying. If you can tune out all these other voices that's speaking in the world today and tune in to hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying to the church today. So that's my encouragement for you starting off this new year. Like I said, what are you listening to in 2022? Are you listening to the voice of God? Do you have your spiritual ears on to hear what the Spirit is saying to the church today? Glory to God. 
If you don't, if you have been just bombarded and overwhelmed by all of these different voices that is speaking in the world today, and it has got you stressed out and just worried and depressed and fearful, let me pray and encourage you. I hope this message, I hope this podcast, this episode is an encouragement to you today. But if there's anyone out there that's struggling to hear the voice of God, Father, I pray right now, Lord God, for your kingdom people, for your churches. Father, you encouraged us, Lord God, through the Apostle John, by the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, all throughout the Word of God, but especially in the book of Revelation, when he was writing to the churches, to make sure that we had ears to hear what the Spirit was saying to the churches. Father, I want to pray right now for anyone, Lord God, that has lost their zeal for you, for anyone that has lost their fire and that passion for the things of God, for anyone that's backslidden right now. Father, I pray, Lord God, that they will come to a place of repentance, that they will cry out to you, Lord Father, your word says that we can come boldly to your throne of grace to obtain mercy in time of need with confidence, knowing that you hear us, God. Father, your word says that a a broken and a contrite heart you would not deny. So, Father, I pray that as we humble ourselves and repent before you, Father, bring us back. Bring us back to that first love, Lord God. Bring us back, rekindle that fire that was in our hearts when we first believed. Because, Father, we know that time is, is, is running out. We know that we're in the last days. God, we know that our salvation is nearer now than when we first believed. So, Father, we want to make sure that we are in tune. We want to make sure that we are listening, heeding the voice of the Spirit of God. So, Father, I pray for your people today that we will be not only hearers, but also doers of your word, as it says in the book of James. Father, we thank you. We give you glory and we give you honor. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Well, until next episode, people of God, kingdom people, be encouraged to keep your spiritual ears on so you can hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying to you, to us as his people in this last and final hour. As always, I want to encourage you to share the podcast, tell a friend, a co-worker, a brother or sister in the Lord, let them know that there's a podcast out there committed to expelling all misconceptions of Christianity. And the way we do that is with biblical truth. So until next time, I'm Pastor Elliot. May the mercy, grace, and peace be with you in abundance. God bless. Flipping pages, flipping pages, flipping pages, flipping pages, flipping pages, flipping pages, flipping pages.